Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's E. Sparky Pfeiffer on a Lambo Tobacco Green and Gold Monday. Packers get the victory over the Dallas Cowboys. And we got to talk about it with Zach Jacobson from CBS Sports. Let me first tell you about our Wendy Studios and our $3 breakfast going right now. Breakfast is one less thing to worry about now that you can get a sausage or bacon, egg and Swiss croissant, and a small seasoned potato for just $3.00 at Wendy's. And I'll tell you one thing else you don't have to worry about. A breakout player for the Packers because it was a coming out party after an early struggle for Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson. Zach? Yeah, this is exactly what they were expecting to see from Christian Watson when they drafted him. I mean, three touchdowns is like, I don't think anyone saw that coming. I don't think anyone saw him putting up Randy Moss numbers, but that that deep speed that can stretch defense, I mean, that's been the biggest component the Packers have been missing on offense this season. They let Marcus Valdez, Scantling walk, in free agency, he ends up with the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost a big vertical part of their offense. And when you have a guy like that that can stretch the field with his speed alone, that just opens up everything underneath. So, you know, now he's far, he's far from a refined product. I want to put that out there right now. He's not going to be on some crazy all-pro ascension. You know, he's still got some work to do. He had a couple drops in the first position. But the thing is, he rebounded from those. And that's such a rare trait, I feel like, for a rookie, especially in his case who missed all of training camp, all of the preseason. He's dealt with hamstring injuries, a concussion this year. He's been through the ringer, and he's responded to adversity every single time, and that was that was the case today. What about Aaron Jones? You know, the one thing I said uh, early in this game, uh, actually once they got it to 14-14, was, hey, look, this is the Packers offense they should have been running last week against the Lions and in other games, and this team would probably would have a couple more wins really featuring Aaron Jones, and they really haven't done that consistently. Yeah, and I mean, people are screaming that from the rooftops all over social media. Like, Aaron Jones is the heartbeat of your offense. He is the soul of your offense. And not just him, him and A.J. Dillon. I mean, A.J. Dillon was averaging five yards a carry against the Cowboys tonight. As long as carry was 17 yards, he, he looks fantastic. Probably the best he's looked in 2022. And when you have them running that well as a duo and the offensive line is blocking as well as they did tonight up front, I mean, that's, that's the identity of this offense, the running game, because that's just going to open everything. That's just going to help your play-action game. And everything stems from the play of this offensive line, Aaron Jones specifically, that is the best player on this offense. And it's been remarkable, to say the least, that for much of the season, it feels like everybody got that memo except certain members of the Packers coaching staff. But they're beginning to finally pick up on it. They're finally getting the memo. He had 142 yards from scrimmage against the Cowboys. He is the driving force of your offense. And again, you talk about play action, right? And that's what got the big play for Lazard there in overtime was that play action, uh, and they bid, and he had Lazard running open, uh, and that was the difference maker to set up the, the Crosby field goal to win it. Yeah, and not even just that Lazard play. It was it was um, also earlier in the game. I think it was Christian Watson's first touchdown at the very beginning of the game after those two drops. That was off of play action. So, you know, that's 
when that when that's clicking, then this offense can really just soar. I mean, we saw it in 2020. We saw it in 2021. It helps when you have guys like Devontae Adams out there, of course. But, I mean, in this offense with, with routes that are kind of schemed into open space, I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter who you have lining up on the outside. I mean, it's, it's the Packers have been working with essentially the, the corpse of Sammy Watkins this season, and he, there's been times where he's schemed into open space. And even when he isn't, he made a great play coming back across the defender and catching a pass from Aaron Rodgers for a first down on, I believe it was second and long, or it was third and long, actually. I think they needed 20-something yards, and he got 23. But, yeah, the, the play action is just, that's the catalyst in, in this offense, just getting some of these beaters to kind of open up and let the receivers run free underneath. What about on the defensive side of the ball? Rudy forward with a couple of big interceptions. Look, if those interceptions don't happen, maybe the Cowboys score on both of those possessions and this game is over quickly. And instead, Rudy Ford kept him in this game and probably had a career game for himself. Yeah, and the thing is, too, I mean, like Rudy Ford, he played well against the Patriots earlier this season when he had to come in as a, as a reserve. So everyone kind of had a, somewhat of an idea of what Rudy Ford is and what he could be in this defense. Everybody, except, again, the Packers coaching staff. And that's why Joe Barry's comments about, you know, they can't move Darnell Savage into a full-time slot role as, as the nickelback because they don't necessarily have someone they can trust at free safety to fill Savage's spot. And I just, I did not believe that for one second. That was a very, very odd excuse because they know what Rudy Ford is. They know what he's able to bring to this defense, even if it was just in the small sample size at that point. Now, you bring in Jonathan Abram, who, as far as I know, he didn't play a single snap on defense tonight. That's, I think he's mostly reserved for special teams right about now while he figures out the playbook. But they have multiple options that they can play back there, and Rudy Ford is leading the charge. It's helping them kind of get creative with Darnell Savage, let him play closer to the line of scrimmage, where if he's playing as the nickelback, I think he's a much better player. Like Tonight, he looked like a completely different football player. He definitely looked better, and you would assume he'll get better at that position the more he plays that position going forward. And to the point about Abrams, you know, everything I hear about Abrams is he was kind of their savage, where he didn't live up to expectations of where they drafted him with the Raiders, and that's why they decided to move on. Uh, And if he doesn't get the personal foul call in this game, nobody even knows Abrams was probably even on the field tonight if you're a Packer fan. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a caveat to that, of course, because he practiced for the first time on Thursday. So if anyone expecting him to kind of master the playbook on a short turnaround, uh, uh, the defensive playbook, that is, that's, 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 that's a little too much. I think eventually he'll kind of be acclimated maybe into this defense, play in kind of like a reserve role. He'll step in here and there in particular packages. But, you know, they, they took a fire on a former first-round pick who came out of Mississippi State with all the talent in the world. He does so many things on defense. He can play at free safety. He can play in the box. He can play in the nickel. He, he does a lot of different things, and I think that's what the Packers are kind of hoping they can kind of unlock. You know, now he's, he's in this, you know, a, a new team. He's away from the Raiders, who benched in the last two weeks. He was there in Las Vegas. So, you know, maybe they could potentially unlock something with a change of scenery. But right now, I don't, per- I don't personally see a spot where he could fit in in this defense right now, especially if Rudy Ford continues playing the way that he has. I mean, two interceptions tonight. He had two interceptions tonight. I, I compared him to the Rasul Douglas pickup last year. Yeah. Rasul, in his, first- in his first seven games, he had three picks. Tonight, Rudy Ford, two picks. So, you know, it's Brian Gutekind's kind of doing his due diligence across the league, seeing who's available. And Rudy Ford, I mean, he came in on August 31st, the day after final cutdowns, and he's kind of, kind of wedged his way into the starting lineup now. Yeah, no doubt. You know, that's the one thing uh, that I realized was when you look at some of these guys that come in, 
Uh, some of them are going to have bigger impacts than others, obviously. And sometimes they're not big names, but they still figure it out at the end of the day. Uh, and in this situation here for the Green Bay Packers, I look at a box score, a guy that was out there the whole game, and I really wasn't paying all that much attention to, 13 tackles for Isaiah McDuffie, and there's no way I would have guessed he had 13 tackles in this game. Yeah, it's probably the quietest 13 tackle game in NFL history, if I'm, if I'm being honest. But you know, we're seeing their reserves kind of rise to the occasion. I mean, Devondre Campbell's out with a knee injury. Chris Barnes is, was was doubtful heading into this week, so you knew it was going to be another game where Quay Walker is kind of spearheading their their middle linebackers. And the thing with Quay Walker as well is he's handling the communication, which was something he did last week as well against the Lions. He wore the green dot on his helmet, and it didn't really work out that well. The, you know, he, he, it's 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 a tough job, especially for a rookie being responsible for 10 other guys' jobs on defense, it's, it's a tough task, but he was much better against the Cowboys, so much better. Everyone, you know, guys were passing, passing certain routes up, uh, and, you know, handing it off to other defenders in the secondary. There, the communication just seemed so much more streamlined, and it helps when you have Isaiah McDuffie playing next to you, who has really been a pleasant surprise, I feel. He had a great preseason, wasn't really talked about all that much, even though I, I thought he was probably their best defensive player this past summer, and he had a, had a great game in Buffalo when he stepped in for Devondre Campbell uh, a couple weeks ago. So he is someone that I think that everyone's just going to have to keep an eye on, especially if this knee injury is going to keep Campbell out for a little while. Barnes might still be out for a little while. Who knows? But it helps that the Packers can finally, at long last, bask in their depth at middle linebacker because it feels so long since really anyone's been able to say that. How big of a deal is it going to be without Rashawn Gary? I think you kind of felt it a little bit with the Packers not getting the pass rush maybe that you wanted in this game. Oh, yeah. We, we saw it multiple times. Dak Prescott had so much time to throw. Um, it, they were kind of operating with a rotation of Preston Smith, um, Jonathan Garvin, Kingsley, and Nagbar. Um, I saw Darius Hamilton in there a couple times. But that group is not going to get it done unless something changes drastically because that pass rush just lost a huge, huge part of its force with Rashawn Gary being out. I, I don't think that can be overstated. Like, he was the most important player on this defense. And, I mean, with the way the season has gone, the trajectory, the trajectory that they're on, I don't know if the guys they have in that room right now, I don't know if that's sustainable. You know, if they're going to engineer some crazy run over these last seven games or sitting at four and six, then the pass rush needs to be significantly better. And I think Preston Smith, as the leader in that group, needs to be the guy that leads the charge. Our guy, he is Zach Jacobson, Packer beat writer for CBS Sports Radio. And uh, again, this is a guy that you want to follow uh, at all times. What are the people are going to find if they follow you on Twitter, Zach? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at it's Zachary J. And yes, I paid for a check mark. There you go. Good job, buddy. I, I that that's good. <laughs> that that's good. I'm proud of you. Good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that, that's good. And, and you could have paid for your checkmark, too, except they stopped it, so you can't do it anymore. Zach was ahead of the curve. Again, Packers beat writer for CBS Sports. It's at, at it's Zachary J on Twitter. Thanks so much for coming on, man, and uh, we'll talk, I'm sure, before the season's up. Absolutely. You give me a call and I'm there. Thanks for having me on. You bet you take care. There he is. Zach Jacobson joining us here on 1250 AM. The fan, don't forget, it's Kurt and Long, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, a podcast with Ryan Horvath and myself. Download it and listen each and every episode, and uh, then you can yell at me for my horrible Packers prediction for the second straight week. Have a good one, y'all. Toodles! Toodles! 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.